0: This is Sick and Wrong,
1: America's number one source for anti-social commentary, brought to you
0: by the Reach Around Foundation. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for anti-social commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon.
1: And I'm Lance Wackerly. Caught what? me off guard there. You're I know where start. It?
0: That was kind of like a quick start. I didn't even like pause or stammer <laughs> usually, usually you or go, stutter.
1: Usually you go, are you ready?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what, do you want a countdown?
1: No. I'm fine. I'm just letting everybody know. So what's know going on what there, Wackerly?
0: You kind of look alert today. You don't. You don't seem hungover. This is atypical on a Saturday afternoon.
1: That's because we went to happy hour yesterday, uh, right after work. Therefore, I fell asleep at like 10.
0: <laughs> you know, that's the one thing I don't like about happy hour. It's like, so you're tired. You know, from because every time when I when I get home after work, I usually take a nap. So it's like I'm already tired, haven't eaten anything, and then you go shove like six beers down your throat. You know, it's like you're going to be wasted by 8 o'clock.
1: You're saying you missed your nap time?
0: No, I'm just saying if I'm <laughs> going to get my drink on, I want to be well-rested so I can drink until 2 or 3 in the morning.
1: No, I think it's great because in your scenario, now, now Saturday comes along and like you pointed out, you just feel like shit the
0: entire day.
1: But I feel great because I went to bed at like 10, yeah, but although then, I didn't in, eat anything the whole day because I just <laughs> passed out before I could even eat.
0: But then you get like a shot of Jim Beam and you're back on the horse.
1: What, on a Friday night?
0: No, like on Saturday after being hungover.
1: No, it doesn't. (laughs) When I was 18, maybe.
0: You know, I'm surprised. Did you get hungover at that group birthday dinner over at TGI Fridays on Thursday?
1: Um, wasn't so much hungover. So we went to uh, Big Jair's birthday. At yeah, Big jair has been on
0: the show a while ago. He's the guy that got arrested for masturbating in public or something like that.
1: They love to go to those chain restaurants for some reason. I, I think they think it's funny, and it maybe you said it reminds well, him of home or something. Well, I know
0: we have a lot of Midwestern fans that listen to the show. And it's funny because in San Francisco, you have to go out of your way. To find a Red Lobster, to find a TGI Friday's, to find an Olive Garden, you have to, like, drive, like, 40 minutes, 30 minutes outside of town.
1: Right, because if they were to try and open one up, like, downtown, the Board of Supervisors would be like, we can't push out the small businesses.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but at the same time, dude, that food tastes like shit. I I haven't eaten eaten TGI Friday's in, like, probably four years, and I swear to God, I— I got diarrhea so bad when I got home from that.
1: Yeah, but nobody can listen to you about food because you're a vegetarian. Dude, they what? have fried
0: <laughs> macaroni cheese balls, like deep-fried like deep fried breaded macaroni cheese balls. Yeah, I
1: wasn't going near that stuff. Do you need, do you
0: need to deep-fry macaroni and cheese? <laughs> no. It's
1: fattening enough. Right, but... But TGI Fridays is all about the meat, and if you're not eating the meat, obviously it's going to suck. You're
0: asking for it with those ribs, though. Those just look disgusting. Yeah, so I got
1: the ribs, the honey barbecue ribs or whatever, and I ate the whole fucking thing. I was bound and determined. I couldn't even eat my French fries because I just wanted to get through all the ribs. Um, it's very, like, caveman-like eating ribs. You know, you're, like, peeling the meat It's very up. primal because you yeah, have it all over your fingers. And, and you're just, like, chewing the meat right off it like a, some type
0: of a wild animal. Yeah, I don't know. It it looked absolutely foul. So, But I didn't get too
1: drunk because I was busy shoving in all this barbecued meat. <laughs> and then something happened that I don't think has ever happened to me before.
0: What? You, uh had a period. <laughs> yeah. No, that's happened. Menstrual <laughs> flow. That's happened. It's really a hemorrhoid, but it's bleeding from down there, and I tell everybody it's a period. You still use a maxi pad. No,
1: but so I went to bed feeling like crap, not really being able to get to sleep. It's because your
0: body's not used to eating something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I, I did get to sleep. You know, I think I had an Alka-Seltzer or something, and at like five in the morning, I... <laughs> emitted this thermonuclear fart.
0: <laughs> a TGI Friday's rib fart.
1: Right. And then you know there's different, different gradations of, of farts. Your own farts. There's some where you're just like, yeah, that smells good. That's my fucking was, you fart. You claim it. Yeah. You
0: claim it. You're like, that was me. That's yeah. all me.
1: And then there's ones where you're the like, oh, game, man, son. something's wrong. I thought that fart was bad. I'm actually could go take a shit or something. Well, I'm nasty. Yeah. This none. fart made me... Get out of bed and go sleep on the Jesus. couch. Jesus. It was like a honey barbecue Jack Daniel's because everything at TGI Fridays is they was have there Jack back? Daniel's flavoring. No, no, it's completely dry. <laughs> completely dry fart, but just filled my entire bedroom like it was like the gas chamber. Like there was no oxygen left. And I like I had to Auschwitz. go sleep on the couch. I was like I can't be in here. It's disgusting. So did you
0: give yourself a Dutch oven?
1: No, it was under the. I think it was under the covers, and so I. So it's a Dutch oven. No, no, my head wasn't under the. covers. Oh, you didn't
0: pull the blanket over your
1: head. No, but I think I rolled over, and that's when I got the full effect because you know an opening between my body and the covers, and that.
0: And You're that like half asleep. Like, Jesus there, Christ! I gotta get chamber. out of here.
1: <laughs> oh, I was fully awake at that point. Once, I, nah, once it hit me, it was like smelling salts
0: or something. It's been a while since I've made a fart that actually made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, very uh, pungent. I made girlfriends cry.
1: Yeah, I'm can't. i glad my girlfriend wasn't spending the night. I think we'd be broken up.
0: Did did you end up passing that? Is it all gone now?
1: It's sort of, there's hints of it in my farts now,
0: what, two or three days later. Dude, just about ten minutes ago, you, you stank up the studio.
1: Yeah, well, you smelled that, and that was bad enough. Think about what it was like full force that night when that was the only thing in my colon.
0: Talk about ribs. sick and wrong. Yeah. I know. Another sick and wrong news here. I thought you I, said we I, weren't going to talk about shit
1: <laughs> shit topics anymore, and now, we're, now here we are now, again. I just
0: want to take a break from talking about feces and fecal <laughs> matter and fecal matter-related subjects, all right? Okay. Because it, 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 it seems to be like a recurring theme here on sick and wrong. It most definitely is. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know. But uh, speaking of sick and wrong stories, and I, I, I know I would like to talk about your fart for like an hour, but um, – I th- I th- that's a whole
1: nother th- podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that started up, it's my farts podcast.
0: I, and, the, uh, fart <laughs> <laughs> the fart report. The fart report. Wackerly's fart report. Yeah. Hey, you'd probably get a lot of votes on Podcast Alley for that.
1: <laughs> if I call it Keith and the Girls <laughs> Fart
0: Report. Yeah. Yeah. Keith and the Girls Fart Report, dude. It'd be huge. Number three. It'd be huge. No, anyway, I read. The, I read another story that's completely like non-fecal matter related. There's nothing to do with feces in the All story, right. so that's kind of why I wanted to bring it up. Air. Well, I kind of wanted to bring it up because it's it's an issue that. We haven't really touched upon here on sick and wrong it's it's a segment of society that uh, we never really have even talked about and we've never discussed here on the show, so I think it's about time so I, I read that theres a uh, there was a study done in the 1930s on these uh, patients. It was an experiment and uh, these patients actually just sued i, I don't know if you read this article but they just sued the University of Iowa and they're forced to pay nine hundred and twenty five thousand dollars to these people.
1: What? How many each are across the... Each. Whoa. Yeah, 925. You must be old, right?
0: Yeah, now these people are in their like 80s, 90s now. What
1: do they need? I need that money more
0: than them. Well, okay, so this is what happened. 1930s experiment tried to cause speech issues by baiting and belittling orphans. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this it's happened in Des Moines, Iowa. Man. The state has agreed to pay $925,000 to unwitting subjects of an infamous 1930s stuttering experiment. We've never talked about stutterers on a show here. Uh, these orphans were badgered and belittled as children by University of Iowa researchers trying to induce a stutter.
1: Does it say how old the kids were at the
0: time? Um, I think they were like eight, seven or eight years old, like six, seven or eight years old. There were six plaintiffs who said the experiment left lifelong psychological and emotional scars, and had originally sought 13.5 million dollars. So I guess it was like a civil action suit for 925 thousand dollars that they're splitting amongst the six of them. Well, was it sic- not bad were for Were they
1: successful in get- making them any of them stutter?
0: Well, uh, let me get on here. So uh, what actually ended up happening? It's called the Monster Study. It's a, it's an infamous study. It's that uh, people talk about to this day. It's a 1939 experiment. It's come to be known as the Monster Study because of its methods and the theory researchers set out to prove that stuttering is a learned behavior that can be induced in children. <laughs> Which is, which is twisted in itself. It's like, okay, no one wants to stutter. No. Usually, like, when someone's stuttering, then they have to go through speech therapy to remedy the stutter.
1: Right. And nobody wants to hear a stutterer either. So I think what, it's a good – it's part of society's goal to eliminate stuttering.
0: But what these researchers were doing were trying to induce stuttering. Right. And so what I find kind of funny about this is that, is the fact that they used orphans. <laughs> it's not like they like, you know, put out like a, a notice saying, "Hey, we need yeah, volunteers to come in here for this experiment." They just were like, "Let's just go to the orphanage and yeah, get some orphans." Yeah, it's like a orphans. throwaway person.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, they do sometimes if they need to do experiment on adults, they use prisoners.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised they didn't use prisoners. Maybe it was too late cuz you well, need children. Well,
1: there's no 7-year-old prisoners, is the problem?
0: Yeah, I guess you, you want they, they want to prove it's a learn behavior, so right. they want and, young and kids. Right.
1: The funny thing to me is that they are obviously the end result of this study. If if it was proven to be a learned behavior and that you could badger a little kid into being a stutterer, they would try and tell parents across the world, you know, don't yell at your kids or they're going to stutter. But they had no problem doing it to the test subjects.
0: (laughs) Well, they're orphans. Who cares? (laughs) You've seen the movie, Andy.
1: One fifth of a person. Oh, I wish she was dead. I hate that girl. (laughs) I
0: would have been badgering her. With a baseball bat. So over over a six-month period, uh, Dr. Wendell Johnson, a nationally renowned pioneer in the field of speech pathology, and his staff tested his theory on 22 children who were in the care of the state-run Iowa Soldiers' Orphan's Home. Some were subjected to steady harassment, badgering, and other negative therapy in an attempt to get them to stutter the rest served as a control group.
1: So, yeah, you always want to be in the control group in these studies.
0: Well, you know, my my one um, criticism here of this article is the fact that they didn't go into details to what type of harassment they used. Like I mean, what did they do? Like tie these I'm, I'm picturing Clockwork Orange here. Like they had the kids eyes wide open, they were like tied to a chair and they're just like screaming like you suck. <laughs> You're an orphan. But in, You're never going to eat again. My parents in,
1: hate you. But in 1930s dialogue, which I can't think of anything to do, but it's probably a lot funnier than that.
0: Yeah, I rebuke you. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. What did they say in the 1930s? I don't know. But it's just kind of like – it, it cracks me up. So what, basically the results here of this sto- of this study is, according to the study, none of the uh, kids became stutterers. Some became reluctant to speak at all or <laughs> self-conscious about their speech, but none of them actually started stuttering. They just some, stopped talking. Some
1: became incontinent. <laughs> that one well,
0: didn't help. So uh, Hazel Potter Dornbush. That's 80- a 1930s name. Right 84 there. years old. She said she was 15 when she was chosen for the study. Uh, She said she's relieved that the case is settled. It was uh, 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 (laughs) awful, stressful all these years. I'm just glad it's over. (laughs) That's my attempt at a a stutter there. Uh, She says, How would you like to have them turn over all your past for the last 80 years? You think about it, I bet you they were trying to forget this. Like they repressed this memory, they put it behind them, and now, like, you know, someone just kind of dragged it up.
1: Wah! I got (laughs) $925,000. Wah!
0: Dornbush said she recalls 22 children being taken from the state-run home uh, to be used in the research. She said many of the children were told they stuttered, even if they didn't, and the researchers said they were there to help them stop. She's like, I call that brainwashing. I don't care what anybody else calls it. That's my language. I was wise to it right away, but I cooperated. That's another 1930s term. I was wise to it. I'm wise to you, see? Yeah. (laughs) So the university kept the experiment and its methods from the uh, former subjects for decades. No one ever actually revealed anything until 2001 when the San Jose Mercury News published an investigative story about the study and the methods that the uh, former subjects... used to learn about the experiment's true purpose and so uh i guess that like prompted the lawsuit you just can't do
1: experiments like
0: this anymore
1: no but like I... the tuskegee airmen or the whole mk ultra thing where they like giving all these soldiers lsd back in the 50s
0: oh yeah they don't they don't do that anymore do they no. even still test like got to... drugs they test ecstasy on people
1: yeah, but it's but it's fully with consent. Like you, they're not. They can't test anything on you without you signing a piece now, of paper saying, like "I Dr. know this sounds like Dr. Mengla,
0: though. I mean, yeah, they're, they're like much. sitting here getting these kids to come in here."
1: Yeah, I wonder if you know they had other experiments planned for them afterwards. like next, we're gonna have throw them to the crocodiles and see what happens. There. Well, I, I just
0: know. wonder. It's like these kids weren't able to talk for like you know, I don't know how many years. It's just like the horror that they had to live through. But but it, what made me think this story is like after I read this story, I was thinking. How many stutterers did you know in high school?
1: I don't think I knew any.
0: Do you know any stutterers now?
1: I knew a lot of kids with lisps. Like that whole, like, can't say their T-H and S's. Because they have hair lips. Right. (laughs) Well, I had a friend with a hair lip, but he didn't have a lisp.
0: You hung out with a kid with a hair lip? Yeah. Why? That dude would never get, that's like the anti-game. The guy's not going to get any chicks because he has a deformed lip.
1: Uh, he never did get any chicks,
0: but he was pretty cool. Why would you hang out with him?
1: He was cool. He lived, like, out in the country with just his mom. His, like, dad was long gone, and he (laughs) had this, like, not even stepdad, but his mom's boyfriend was just some picker who would, like, (laughs) drive us fishing, like, three hours away and just get hammered the whole time. We would be drinking beer in the car. We'd be, like, 15 years old. I remember one time we were driving back from fishing with this guy in his truck, He's waste. We've had like two beers apiece, but because we're 15, we're pretty dry. Can you drunk. drink
0: beer with a hair lip when it come out of your mouth? He
1: didn't have a horrible hair lip. He didn't. So like, he didn't have that
0: like, 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 deformed face? No,
1: it wasn't like a cleft palate. It was just a <laughs> minor hair lip. But uh, And it's rain. It's pouring rain, and this his mom's boyfriend is – he's like half in the bag, but, and he's not turning the windshield wipers on. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just both kind of like – yeah, I can't see out the windshield can you? No. Well, yeah, no I can't. It's fine. <laughs> just driving down the highway. I
0: would not fine. have let Hairlip drive. I don't think I would drive with No, it wasn't Hairlip. It was Hairlip's
1: mom's boyfriend.
0: Oh, and he was actually driving you guys yeah, sitting he, in the back.
1: But he, yeah, he we hung out with him because he was the kid who could always go over to his house. And, like, his mom wouldn't be there. And you just get drink and smoke and fuck shit up. And, you know.
0: And he had no dad, so you could do whatever you wanted <laughs> exactly. to. Exactly. Yeah, no, actually, the fronts like that were kind of cool. Yeah. I had a few of those. Now, I remember, like, I only knew one kid in high school that had a stutter. Uh, his name was Jeremy Carneth. And I'm sure, like, our uh, fans from uh, from the Ville in, uh, in the Bay City area of Michigan <laughs> will probably remember this guy. But this kid. Like So I played football my freshman year of high school.
1: Did he have a hair lip or just a stutter?
0: No, he had a stutter, but a horrible stutter. <laughs> and I think he also had like some kind of learning disability, too. He was kind of slow. But anyway, like in high school, especially freshman year, they'll let anyone join the football team. You don't have to try out. They're just like, whatever, dude. They don't cut dude. anyone. They don't cut saying. anybody because not that many people even try out anyway. Right. And so it's like, especially when you have a smaller high school. But anyway, Carneth wanted to play quarterback. And he sucked. I mean, he was just a horrible quarterback. But they still had to let him practice with everybody.
1: So this is what I don't get, because I didn't play any high school sports. Uh, Which you're is saying probably a good thing. Yeah, you're saying that they wouldn't. You automatically got on the team, but now you're saying that he wanted to play quarterback. So not only do you get automatically get on the team, but you automatically get to pick a position you want to play, and they can't be like, no, you're not going to be the quarterback. You're going to be— No,
0: they'll let you try whatever position you want to play. I mean, you're not going to start. You're probably not going to play during a game, but right. you know they'll let you practice. Okay. And so Carnith would uh yeah he wanted to be like a quarterback and I think he was like fifth string quarterback because he sucked <laughs> so bad but the funny thing about it is he couldn't even pronounce like the sit <laughs> <laughs> and it, like he had one of those stutters that wasn't like you know where he would just stutter on the word he would his whole face would be contorted and he, right. while he's trying like to stammer MLF out the seat. word yeah he's yeah. <laughs> like and he was like sit there and so we would usually like when we were playing him. No one would even, like, try to block for the guy because they just wanted him to get completely, like, smashed. <laughs> so as soon as, like, the ball Give was finally worse, hyped, everyone would just kind of stand up and just, like, you just smash him. It would be like an eight-man pile on Carnith Because, I mean, dude, I, you know, I wonder if that kid ever actually overcame his stutter. <clears throat> I mean, to I stutter how, in high school. I don't know how you even
1: do. I mean, well, I, no, think, I, I think all people, if they have a really bad one, the best you can hope for is to like minimize it. I don't think it ever goes away.
0: Yeah, but it's usually when you're nervous. And he was nervous when he was trying to like be right. the quarterback. Yeah, but he well, in,
1: you know, well into your adult working life, you have nerve, you know. Stressful situations where you're going to stutter.
0: But it was just endless torment of that kid. And I kind of feel bad. Like, I bet you if it was like 2000 or 1999, if we graduated in '99, he would have brought a gun to school (laughs) and probably was just like, fuck you, and shot us. Because we, I mean, we even had a speech class with a kid. And he had to, like, stand in front of the room and give this god-awful, like, 25-minute speech on deer hunting. Which was
1: supposed to be five minutes, probably. See, I don't— Yeah. Theoretically, I have uh, sympathy for these people. Like, wow, that would suck. But— No, but practically, I don't. I can't stand them because they're trying to tell you something that should take a minute— and, like, ten minutes later of your fucking life, you know, that's just been pissed away while they're trying to tell you something. And they say you're not supposed to finish a stutter sentence because that, like, will make their stuttering worse or something. Yeah, but
0: it will, like, hasten the conversation. Right, you don't and I sit do. There. I'm just like cuz Do you uh, work with a stutterer?
1: I have in the past. Not as bad as you're talking about, but just yeah. people Yeah, I, I they, doubt you
0: work with Carnith. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when they get when they get flustered, they'll be like, like "Hey man, I, I need that uh, I I uh, I need you to give me that um that the, uh, that, that, that the TPS that TPS." And I'll be like, "The TPS report. Yes, I know you want it." And they'll be like and then they get offended because you finish their sentence for them.
0: At that horrible sales company job I had in, uh, in Illinois, I worked – my boss was a stutterer. And he had a horrible stutter. <laughs> Not only would he stutter, especially when he was like – he would like lose his train of thought and stutter on something. like He didn't even know what he was saying. <laughs> but the worst part about it is he would spit. And I never knew, like, you know, what what is the protocol on that? Are you supposed to like, if you get spit on your face, like a little bit of spittle, are you supposed to immediately wipe it off, or do you just kind of like wait till the conversation's over and then just like wipe it off your face?
1: Uh, it depends if the person is above you in the pecking But he was my above- boss.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta be. Su- you can
1: maybe subtly wipe it away. Pretend like you're gonna blow your nose and wipe it away. Or uh just leave it there <laughs> until the conversation's over. But uh
0: that, that was the worst part about it. It's actually one of the reasons why I quit that job is because I could not arm- stand talking to the guy.
1: <laughs> if you're in the army and your drill sergeant spits on you, I advise you to leave it there because according to the movies I've watched, he'll kick your ass.
0: Yeah, full metal jackets, you right. don't want to wipe his spit off. No. No. So all in all, um, do you think these uh these orphans here deserve the money? Uh, uh-
1: well, it's not really going God, to them. I almost
0: stuttered during that burp.
1: <laughs> it's going to their children, right? Well, you they're 84 years old. You know, their kids force them into yeah. this. Like, you got to take this to court because these guys, what? are they, They're they not. They don't need 900. It probably they don't need brought a back dollars.
0: old memories, though. I bet you, like, they—that's they what she's saying. She started, didn't like she's it. probably started stuttering again. But her kids are like,
1: fucking jackpot. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Cha-ching, 300 grand. So, just like
1: that. Yeah, I guess. Well, maybe not. you know what. The harm was done, but it's so long in the past. Like I, I don't, I have a hard time justifying a million dollars. None of these people, they've all had fruitful lives, I assume, right?
0: Well, I think they should suffer because they're stutterers anyway. And I can't <laughs> they stand stutterers. But the
1: government made them stutterers is the point.
0: Well, the University of Iowa did. Well, it's a state cause school. Because they're evil people. It's a state school. It's but, you know, whatever. It's like, for a lifetime of stuttering, I guess you should get $300,000. You know, I, I wonder how many of our fans that listen to the show stutter. Yeah.
1: Probably a good portion.
0: <laughs> so, we probably just pissed off a huge portion of our fan base.
1: Yeah, those in the lispers and the.
0: In the hair lips.
1: The ones who can't play quarterback. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't know. Oh, well. Well,
1: oh, well. The ones <laughs> who really like T.J. Fridays.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they still want a t shirt, they'll keep listening. Yeah. So let me do a recap of uh, moving on here. Episode 83 from last week. If you recall, um, Wackerly, you did a story about the diaper fetishist. I did a story about a do-it-yourself sex change. And the listeners sent in a story about a house call castration. Um, as luck would have it, I ended up winning by 86 votes. Um, I had eight, I came in with 86. You came in with 74. It was actually kind of close. Yeah. So you, really, uh, you won I didn't win by you 86 votes. You won by votes. 12. Yeah, I only won by 12 votes, but no, I I won by having 86 votes. Right, you had 74. You won with 86. With
1: 86 votes, yeah. with.
0: 86 votes. Um, you know, speaking of stuttering, you know what? We've we've talked about Bob Madigan before, but we've never actually brought up Bob Madigan's brother.
1: (laughs) Half-brother.
0: Half-brother. Boom King.
1: (laughs) Although they kind of look alike, which is funny.
0: They look really similar. But uh, when I used to do that radio show here at KUSF 90.3 FM – Boom King was one of the worst stutterers I've ever heard.
1: He also has a, one of the foulest mouths of anybody I know, so most of his stuttering is like swear words coming out over and over
0: again. And not to mention, like I always thought his stuttering was induced from drug abuse, Probably. like all the methamphetamine that that guy smoked over the years. Yeah. I think just you know brought him a speech impediment. Yeah. I don't know. know.
1: So he stutters. He swears a lot. He also is one of those people that –
0: Doesn't bathe.
1: (laughs) Well, that – but he also yells. Everything that comes out of his mouth is at yelling level of volume.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you know, and it's funny, too, because we've had Bob on the show, but Bob's actually semi-coherent. You can have a conversation with him. We can't have Boom on the show. I don't think I would ever have Boom on the show. But the the reason I mention this is I have a great video of the two together talking about the time that they tried to double-team a chick, which is kind of (laughs) disgusting in its own right because very they're, they're related semi-related i guess
1: it's like getting fucked by two syphilitic hobbits
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of reminds me of like something that would happen in deliverance or the hills have eyes yeah so anyway uh we should post that video on our website of the two and you can see one of the worst stutterers i've ever heard but uh, getting back to the matter on hand here. So for episode 83, I came in with 86 votes. I ended up winning, and that's why uh, you're buying the case of beer this week. But what the good thing about it is we broke the listener win streak. How
1: many listener wins were there? Two or three? Two. All right. That's a streak. <laughs> yeah, we had. That's a had streak this, in my opinion. Yeah, we've had this argument before. It's a streak. <laughs> it's a it's a short streak.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, we, we broke the streak, and uh, I won episode 83. But for episode 84. It remains to be seen. People, you know the way stick and wrong works. Wackerly and I comb the internet for the most disturbing news item of the week. Uh the audience votes and the winner gets a case of beer. We throw in a wild card with a listener submission. And uh lots of people have been sending in stories. I'd like to thank everybody for sending it sending uh, stories and I think they all just want a t shirt. And yeah. a, bag, a bag of bag your pubic hair. But they don't want to hair. pay fifteen dollars yeah. one. <laughs> uh, go to Sick and Wrong Podcast Hop at hotmail.com, and you can send in your own story. I believe I started last week. So uh, Wackerly, why don't you kick off episode eighty-four here of Sick and Wrong?
1: I which i wish we had like a music that we could just cue up at any time and hit a button but we're not that type of show
0: we'll yeah, leave that to, yeah yeah and no. better produced podcast <laughs> yeah. it would be kind of cool to have like the rocky theme like da, 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 da you know like going right into your yeah, story yeah but
1: specific to my story i i want like maybe a banjo or some sort of heartland farming theme now now, like acoustic guitar in the background but since we don't have that i'll just get into it all right uh this story uh there's a farmer in galena maryland i guess that his name is Willi- farmer story william stanley sutton the third must not be a jew because as you pointed out last show you can't do that if you're a jew
0: yeah jews jews are never named junior or the third or anything
1: what if it skips a generation can you have like your grandpa's name
0: yeah you can have your grandpa's name i'm named okay. after my grandfather
1: oh all right that's weird well this guy's not a jew apparently He's the third.
0: Uh, Jews he, aren't farmers, except in <laughs> Israel.
1: <laughs> this farmer, Bill Bill Sutton the third, is 25 years old. I don't know. Does he have his own farm? It seems kind of young, but not.
0: he's probably taking over for his father. Yeah. Well, he added. Isn't some, that usually how it happens? Yeah. I wonder if his dad's
1: still around. I guess is my question, or if he's just going it alone. American dream.
0: Man, you know, I have no idea. I didn't even think farmers could make that much money anymore. It's all about the subsidies.
1: You get paid for not doing anything, for just letting your field sit there.
0: Yeah, but it's a thankless job, dude. I mean, look what they have to do. (laughs) Could you imagine milking a fucking cow?
1: Well, you could fuck all those cows in your (laughs) off time. That's a plus, a perk.
0: Yeah, is is that what this guy was doing?
1: No, but I'll tell you what he was doing. Uh, He added uh, something, and this is a product name, so it's going to sound weird but funny. It's called Prostamate.
0: It sounds like something that a proctologist would shove in your ass.
1: Close. Let me let me. I'll clarify what it is shortly.
0: Prostimate. He, ad- he
1: added Prostimate, which is a brand name, last week to a soda. <laughs> he gave to 21-year-old Lauren Ashley Tucker, which is apparently is his girlfriend, uh, according to documents charging Sutton with reckless endangerment, assault, and poisoning.
0: Why, why would he put... Prostumate inner soda.
1: Well, what they're not accusing him of, because I guess there isn't a law in the books for this, but is uh, attempted abortion. (laughs) (laughs) Now
0: that's got to be a new one there.
1: When Lauren Ashley Tucker drank this soda, she she says that she felt sick to her stomach and vomited uh, after drinking it, uh, and that it tasted nasty, this is a quote, it tasted nasty and it burnt her throat.
0: According to court records, that's what well, she said. Well, so wait, said. what does Prostamate do again? I'll get into that. Just okay. Just, I'm getting there.
1: <laughs> she went to the hospital immediately on August 9th, I guess, and uh, the hospital was like, well, it sounds like you've been poisoned, so they brought the cops in, got this William Stanley guy. Um, Tucker was treated and released. Apparently, she's fine. She's now fict- 15 weeks pregnant. I guess it remains to be seen how the baby turns out. <laughs> you know, I don't know if it has faz or whatever. Yeah, I, know, know, I, I imagine it couldn't be too worse. healthy
0: for the baby.
1: No, but we'll see. Well, they'll see. We're, I, I won't remember to even check about it. But uh, here, so here's what: Prostimate is a hormone given to cows in the breeding process to bring all the cows into heat, so they all like have their period at the same time so they have
0: their calves at the same time
1: well they're, no they're all They like at the one stage big where, mass
0: pregnancy with cows yeah
1: they're all at the stage where they can be impregnated at the same time and then i guess if they were then they would have this. so
0: why would he give this to his girlfriend it
1: can also be well it can also be used to stimulate an early term abortion in a heifer <laughs> i don't know what the size of his girlfriend is but uh uh that the, it can sorry i'll go back it can be used to stimulate an early term abortion in a heifer that gets pregnant too young Which is apparently what he thinks of his girlfriend. Or a cow that mates with an undesired bull.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Tucker, the guy – no, the woman told authorities that the guy, Sutton, tried to get her to drink more of the soda even after she told him it was burning, telling her that soda helps an upset stomach, baby. <laughs> <laughs> It'll help the baby.
0: Dude, this guy was devious. <laughs> so so what? He knocked his girlfriend up. Yeah. And so instead of like taking her to Planned Parenthood, she wanted to have the kid, and he was like, well, I'm going to have to get her – Aborted the only way I know how (laughs) Prostimate
1: On the the sly He used his farming uh, knowledge To get (laughs) get
0: Applied knowledge
1: According to police Sutton said he didn't mean To harm Tucker Just to cause her To to miscarry (laughs) The cop obviously says It's an unthinkable Type situation Which is what they always say Uh, The judge released Sutton uh, On $50,000 bond And ordered him Not to have contact With Tucker Because there's other ways You can induce (laughs) abortion And I guess they don't want him To try any of the other one The show favorite. Is obviously bottle of Jack Daniels and roller blades or skates or no no matter. you got
0: to get her drunk on Jack Daniels take her roller skating you're gonna get an abortion roller blades would work too though right I suppose any way you can push her down <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think a staircase would work as that's well that's another one yeah. but what I don't understand is why wouldn't he just use his mind control power and just be like you got to get an abortion you got to get an abortion you got to get an abortion <laughs> you got to get but that's what I would do <laughs> I'd be like hey baby you know what I was thinking you got to get an abortion <laughs>
1: Hey, do you want me to come pick you up after work? We're going to go get an abortion.
0: <laughs> you know what always works, too, is you bring her flowers and then sucker punch to the gut.
1: <laughs> do you pull the flowers back at the last minute?
0: No, you give them to her so she's totally caught off guard, and then she's yeah. like, bam! Like, yeah. when, you know, like, total uppercut to the gut. Well, I
1: don't think she should be having a baby at 21 anyway, so I kind of... Agree with this guy, but I, I would have done the nagging route first, at least to the end of the second term. Well, <laughs> then what, I'd go to the prostermate.
0: What I've always done in the past is I've been like, listen, if in the eventuality that you get impregnated with my seed, keep this in mind, the baby's gonna be retarded. Do you wanna <laughs> do you wanna have a retarded child? Do you wanna have a kid with Down syndrome? Because if there's any poetic justice in this world, I'll have a retarded baby.
1: Well, I mean, that's why I'm getting my tubes taken and.
0: Oh, dude. I mean, the alcohol
1: you drink—it's
0: not, at, look it's at not my,
1: good for the baby. <laughs> yeah, but
0: look at my jeans. My brother. I mean, my sister, the the irritable bowel syndrome.
1: You got a good point there.
0: Yeah. I, yeah I, your
1: uncle, the transvestite. Yeah, transsexual. The transsexual.
0: It's, I don't want to bring a kid in this world. That's why what I would do is I'd try to. I would almost say, like, you know, I have four Down syndrome cousins in my family. You're probably going to have a retard. <laughs> but well, what?
1: well, why are you being theoretical about this? Are you telling your current, you know, girlfriend, past girlfriends these things?
0: No, I'm just going to do the uh, give her flowers, <laughs> punch her in the gut technique. <laughs> but what I wonder about this story, so the farmer gives her the prostimate, and it doesn't end up working. Is she still going to have the kid? Because now at this point I'd be like, well, I just ingested this cow hormone. I think I'm gonna abort the baby anyway. Oh no,
1: no! I think she's spiteful. I think she's gonna spitefully have this child and you know take.
0: She's a, gonna give birth to a minotaur. And get, take a yeah, <laughs> a minacow. A, a minacow, I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's no, she's gonna have this baby out of spite now and take this guy for you know all the alimony, child support she can get.
0: Yeah, she's probably gonna get a lot of money out of the dairy farmer.
1: I'm telling you, man, these guys make a lot of money.
0: So on the second star scale, God, I'm gonna have to give that just for the ingenuity involved here. Four stars.
1: I'm going to give it four stars because I never knew about Prostamate, and now I do. But let me
0: uh, – <laughs> Where do you get Prostimate? Do you know any dealers? Do you know what the worst thing about rollerblading is? This reminds me of something. What? Telling your parents you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, let me get into my article here. So uh, my article for episode 84, uh, former Satanist convicted of human sacrifice. This is like a good bare bones stick and wrong story. I saw this one. I was like, you know what? I don't even need to look for any other articles. This is exactly what I've been looking for.
1: Yeah, we almost should put that headline on a T-shirt.
0: Yeah, I like it. Former Satanist convicted of human sacrifice. God, you know, this is the type of trial that you want to be a juror for. Or you can just go and
1: sit in the back, can't you? As long as as the the crowd doesn't get too unruly and the judge says, I'm clearing the courtroom.
0: (laughs) The best thing about it, though, is the defendant represented himself during the trial.
1: That's awesome. Which
0: I always love. You know, I can say one thing. If I ever get convicted of murder, I'm definitely representing myself. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to fire my – I'm firing my counsel, and I'm representing myself. I
1: actually do the it – is, it is a little bit better if you go through, like, three or four lawyers first, and then you represent yourself. Like Susan Polk? Yeah, yeah that's the best.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I'd bring out diagrams. I would address <laughs> the jury directly. Like, this guy, actually – well, what's great about this guy is – I mean, he so he was a self-declared Satanist. He wore, like, his black satanic garb and addressed the jury, like, directly and scared the shit out of him. Is he so, a
1: real Satanist, though? Like, a, a devotee of the Church of Satan that's based out here? Or is he just one of those people that, like... You know, takes a Bic pen and scratches a pentagram in his arm and just says, tells everybody he's a Satanist.
0: I think the guy's a real Satanist. Yeah, he's you, got the you,
1: Satanic Bible and all that.
0: You'll see why. Okay. So this happened in Miami. The Miami man accused of killing another man in what prosecutors call a satanic human sacrifice has been found guilty of second-degree murder, which is kind of strange because I, I thought for sure this would be first-degree murder because it sounds premeditated to me. But let me get to the story here. The jury of six women and two men, which is never good, uh, took just more than <laughs> two hours to return the verdict. This Why is are like, there eight people? Isn't, don't they usually have eight people in and a that jury? Was
1: 12.
0: You know, I don't know.
1: Is he a minor or something?
0: No, he, he's not even a minor. You know, I they're have just no cu- idea. They're just
1: cutting costs in this state, wherever this happened. <laughs> it's in Miami. A so jury made... of three people. <laughs> <laughs> A jury of some guy <laughs> said he's guilty.
0: Some homeless guy.
1: <laughs> the only guy who would show up for jury duty.
0: I just love that it only took two hours. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, this guy's guilty. So during the two days of testimony, prosecutors used a mannequin and knitting needles to demonstrate how jur- to jurors how Lazaro Galindo killed and dismembered a romantic rival, Argelio Gonzalez, in July 2000. Gonzalez was stabbed and hacked. 28 times His leg and fingers cut off And his remains were stuffed in a garbage bag And abandoned in a field Mm. Apparently um, he dismembered the body And ate some of the organs In a ritual
1: Yeah we gotta eat the organs
0: Well when detectives tracked down Galindo Apparently this guy didn't cover his tracks very well They say he confessed to the crime in detail Blaming a spirit inside of him Named (laughs) Condelo For directing his actions (laughs)
1: Did he make that up? Well, you
0: know what I'm wondering. Did that spell
1: something backwards?
0: Well, do you think this guy's trying to be like, I'm going to go the not guilty by reason of insanity route here? So, uh, yeah, Condelo was telling me to do this.
1: Well, he is representing himself, so I'm (laughs) sure he has a strategy in mind. Well,
0: I love it. This guy is obviously probably Latin, Mexican, so... uh, But you know what? He had to come up with a Latin demon.
1: Yeah, he has a, a Satanist name, Lazaro Galindo. That's what it is. Yeah, that's just has Satanist written all over. It. But but you know what? This brings up a, a point. I don't think you're allowed to represent yourself if you're clinically insane. So I think by representing yourself,
0: he was well, proving to that he was showing them that he actually. I bet she wasn't actually trying to be insane.
1: No, because I think if you represent yourself, you can't use that uh, alab- that whatever. You can't plead that. Uh, you can't plead you that
0: route. Yeah, you can not actually Because then they'll say, "Well, if you're, that insane,
1: if you're insane, you're not allowed to represent yourself.
0: Oh, that's interesting. You know, yeah. I never really thought about that. So, he was probably damaging his case by representing himself.
1: It doesn't sound like he knows what he's doing.
0: Well, I'm I'm surprised. You know, if I was that guy, I would have been like speaking in tongues, like had candelo <laughs> speaking. <laughs> Foaming at the mouth. Ladies and gentlemen the jury. <laughs> I'm so sleepy. <laughs> doing
1: the curly shuffle on the on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Spinning around in circles?
0: Yeah, I don't even know. I just find it funny, though, that Candelo. Hey, man, I got a good idea. Why don't you go kill Angelio Gonzalez? (laughs) And let's eat his organs, all right? (laughs) Okay, I say?
1: I could use some kidneys, man.
0: So in uh, Galindo's home, detectives found satanic drawings, and get this. This is what proves he's a Satanist. And plastic skulls that they believe were evidence of his devil worship. (laughs) You have, real... you have like
1: 15 <laughs> plastic skulls in here.
0: Dude, I don't have any pla- – I have glass skulls, okay? <laughs> and real skulls. Like glass, what, what, plastic. What whatever. I want – like, I mean, what I don't understand is these detectives like – so they found Halloween decorations. Right. And immediately they're like, oh, this guy's a Satanist. Orange He's Orange and black streamers were strewn <laughs> about the ceiling. He had candy under his pillow. <laughs> He's
1: giving it to children.
0: With pins. Devious. Galindo represented himself with the assistance of a public defender. So I guess he did have some assistance. He did not take the stand in his own defense, but used opening statements and closing arguments to tell his side of the story to the jury. And there's some great quotes in this. Quote, unquote, let's say the Church of Satan. Some people don't think it exists. It actually exists. It actually has members, Galindo told jurors. But we don't worship Satan, pray to Satan, or sacrifice kids to Satan. So what do they do? They eat people, apparently. Well, I mean, it's you'd you think it's like if the guy's gonna say, you know, I'm in the Church of Satan. He's gotta be like, well, what do you do? Do you go to picnics? Yeah. You know, do you have like, uh, I don't know, do you go to the bar? Do you play backgammon? Like,
1: ice cream socials.
0: Yeah, ice cream, yeah, it, it makes no sense to me. So Galindo, whom prosecutors referred to as Hannibal, obviously a reference to *Silence of the Lambs*, will be he represented I would himself. I object to that. I would say <laughs> I object. <laughs> I'm not Hannibal He uh, represented himself against charges that he killed 44 year old Argelio Gonzalez And uh, yes, he did dismember the body And uh, they found out that he He actually even told the jury that he did eat Some of the organs in a ritual
1: So what is he doing? He's saying he did it all What does he, he even Don't they just say, well you plead guilty So now we're going to sentence you, right?
0: Yeah, I, I don't even understand what He's this guy's this defense is He's saying the demon did
1: it, right? I don't understand that.
0: He said the demon compelled him to do this <laughs> So before the proceedings, Galindo told the judge he is no longer a member of the Church of Satan and that he found God while in prison. He said, I've converted to God. I found God. (laughs) Doesn't that sound credible? I converted to God. Um, So among the key physical evidence against Galindo was a pair of bloody gloves containing the victim's brain matter found in Galindo's bathroom sink. Didn't they find the same thing with O.J.? (laughs) But it worked for him. He got off.
1: The gloves didn't fit.
0: They (laughs) must have quit. (laughs) I know. I I wonder if they made him try it on. I don't know. He he, uh, raised the specter of Satanism by saying that he practiced Satanism and his human sacrifice was to gain power over demonic entities. (laughs) So apparently he had a love rival for a girl. And so but, he murdered this love rival, ate the corpse, and then thought he would gain power over demonic entities because of this. How old is this kid? Uh, 26.
1: So he's 26. The victim is 44. Who is this chick? <laughs> Who's this chick that's just dating in all kinds of age ranges willy nilly?
0: Some ugly Mexican chick, I imagine. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm uh, picturing a goth chick and like, you know, the guy with some. Amateur rock star, you know the 44-year-old dude, and she was like, "You're not in a band. He's in a band." Do you think You're she was? In,
0: do you think she was impressed by by Galindo?
1: Yeah, and, he murdered well, and ate the organs. She might be a. Well, you know what? Chicks love this shit. That
0: might be some kind of courting ritual. She
1: probably wasn't about to date him, but chicks loves this this type of attention. Like, wow, he's gonna go to prison or get the chair because. Because I'm so hot.
0: She's probably the type that will date him in prison. <laughs> you know, just like uh, Richard Ramirez here.
1: She might not like his new, his new newfound love of
0: Jesus, though. <laughs> yeah. He, no, wait. Not Jesus. He converted to God. The God religion. Yeah. Right? He's a God boy now. So during the trial, jurors were visibly sickened by photos and details. Uh, one of the women told Milberg, told the reporter here after a few questions, clarifying some testimony, uh, reaching a unanimous verdict that uh, it was a difficult trial to go through. Uh, During his uh, turn with the jury pool, Galindo said, How many of you have ever been forced to do something or manipulated by a higher authority than you? And the jurors just kind of looked at him quizzically. Like my boss at work? (laughs) I guess he had uh, long rambling turns while he was uh, giving his uh, defense. That's the best thing uh, about
1: uh, self-representation is the long rambling speeches you get
0: to make. Well, you know what cracked me up? Do you you remember like a while ago uh, – it was in New York. This man named Colin Ferguson, a black guy, shot like six people at a subway station. I
1: remember that, yeah. He
0: represented himself at the trial, and it was on court TV, and it was one of the funniest things I ever watched. He was just like – he – referred to himself in the third person and was just like the defendant mr ferguson was sleeping at the time of the incident <laughs> and so they're like yeah but we have eyewitnesses that saw you shooting six people at, at the subway platform mr ferguson was sleeping i mean he was arguing with eyewitnesses it was great he, i think he was uh sentenced to life in prison which uh, apparently galindo though only got second degree murder i don't understand why Because doesn't this sound like premeditated murder to you?
1: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like he lured this guy to his apartment and chopped him up and ate him. I don't know. They're saying that it's second degree because it's a crime of passion, but like you said, it's premeditated. I
0: mean, he obviously—the guy ate the organ, so I think this jury jury was a bit lenient with the guy.
1: I also think that sometimes the prosecution will try and get a second degree charge because the burden of proof is lower. Like, if it's first degree, they have to prove it, like— to 99.9% certainty. And if it's second degree, it's only like 90% certainty or something like that. Well,
0: I think they were sympathetic with him because he's a stutterer. <laughs> <I'm> Not <joking. laughs> He Sat-tanic doesn't stutter. stutter. <laughs> a satanic stutter. So on the sick or wrong scale, you know, I'm going to give this, I guess he did murder and hack this guy up and ate the organs, which is always nice. I'm giving it four stars. Uh, four stars for me as well. Two four star articles. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if the listener is going to be able to beat this one. We'll see. So, uh, the listener's submission here for episode 84 was sent in by Skullforce, <laughs> which is, isn't is that just a great email name? It's, it's just like – Maybe that's his real name. Maybe his parents were Satanists, the, <laughs> And, and he, they named their kid Skullforce? Yeah. So uh, Skullforce sent in a great article, but b- before that, I want to get to uh, a message he wrote in his email here. Skullforce says, hey, can you guys – reverse the rss feed it goes from first to last and we have to scroll all the way to the bottom to get the latest podcast it wasn't so bad when it was like 20 episodes but it's absolutely ridiculous now
1: <laughs> i like <laughs> i like the terminology absolutely
0: ridiculous it, what i don't understand about this though <laughs> is there, so what is he referring to the rss feed so what was he like subscribe on itunes here's
1: yeah like, Podcast Alley, it, it goes fine. The newest one shows at the top. And I think most of the other podcast
0: directories, it also shows so at the top. So what directory is he listening to? On
1: iTunes, the it goes by the actual order. It doesn't look at the date. It just looks at the order of the RSS feed. So it shows up at the bottom.
0: So – what is it, like three scrolls to <laughs>
1: get to the bottom? I'm assuming this guy doesn't have the uh, wondrous technology of a mouse with a scroll oh, wheel. with a scroll wheel. And he actually has to get the little pointer over and to go the to scroll bar. to the cursor bar. and
0: scroll all the it, way down. I can
1: see why absolutely ridiculous would be the term. I mean, I would use that. But I have a scroll wheel, so it's not a problem for me.
0: Yeah, but... But think about it though. You're burning a lot of calories by scrolling down. <laughs> that's like
1: that's like 5 pizzas you have to eat.
0: <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's and and he probably has one of those like hand braced mouse things that yeah. you use when you play Warcraft. <laughs> right.
1: And he's, you know, he's trying to maintain his his girth because <laughs> he fits into his chair into that indentation in the shape that it is now. And if he lost any weight from scrolling, he'd have to get a new chair because his ass print wouldn't fit anymore.
0: Well, well, um, the RSS feed in that whole area of Sick and Wrong is in Wackerly's department here. And apparently Wackerly isn't uh, pleasing the fans. So uh, are you going to change that, Wackerly? <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm not, but I will say, you know what? It
1: would take me a long time. I would have to cut and paste everything in completely the reverse order. And like he said, there's 83 of these things.
0: Think about Skull Force. I don't and know. his I do, finger. His I do finger's feel hurting. For his middle...
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I'm debating either doing it and switching it all around or maybe just sending him a scroll wheel mouse. <laughs> well, let's I see. I haven't decided well, yet. Let's
0: see if he wins episode 84 first. Yeah. So uh, Skullforce sent in a story here Serial killer marked victims on a chessboard. Um, this is actually a Russian serial killer. It's kind of cool mm-hmm. that we have a serial killer story, number one. And number two. From a foreign land,
1: that whole country is just kind of lawless and 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 fucked up,
0: I bet you there's a lot of Russian serial killers that we don't even know about yet, yeah,
1: because they don't find out about it. It's such a huge country, and you know the police are corrupt, and everybody's drunk on vodka.
0: Well, what I love about this story though is how uh, you know chess is like is still a popular sport in Russia, isn't it, like. Oh, yeah. Like chess guys. Kasparov if
1: you're, if, is from Russia, you know.
0: If you're really good at chess in Russia, you'll get some ass. Yeah. Whereas, like, in the States, you're not going to get ass if you're good at chess or no, no. Warcraft no, or you won't video games. At, you yeah. won't get ass. <laughs> it's like anti-ass. But in Russia, you know, that's some bragging rights there. So a serial killer charted his crimes on a chessboard, attaching a number and a coin to each square every time he struck. By the time he was caught, Alexander Pishuskin had filled in 62 of 64 squares. Wow. That's a yeah, lot of squares. prolific. You almost um,
1: think like the police would be like, well, just let him keep going. There's only two <laughs> more squares, then he'll be done. he at <laughs> the
0: full 64. You know, you know what not I think? not worth
1: our time at this point.
0: You know what I think that's a testament to is the ineptitude of the Russian police force. <laughs> <laughs> it took them that many squares, but who knows? It's Russia. They're lawless. Uh, He will face a jury trial next month accused of 49 of the murders uh, because prosecutors could not find enough evidence to charge him with the other 13.
1: They think that maybe he faked a couple of squares. He was lazy that week. He's like, I'm just going to X that square off. I don't feel like doing anything.
0: So Alexander Pashushkin is accused of killing dozens of people in a Moscow park and marking them on his chessboard. Most of the victims were men whom 33-year-old Pashishkin lured to Bitsa Park in southwest Moscow with the promise of a drink. More than 40 died after he threw them into a sewage pit when they were too drunk to resist. The rest he killed with a hammer. (laughs) That is pretty awesome. Isn't that great? It's like, he's like, I got some vodka. You want to come to the park? And they're like, yeah. And so Boris Yeltsin walks to the park, drinks the vodka, tosses him in the sewage pit. Boris Yeltsin. (laughs) Gorbachev, whatever. I don't know any other Russian names. But what I'm saying, what's funny about this, is his technique. And number two, why is there a sewage pit in a Moscow park?
1: There's so many <laughs> questions. Well, first of all, do you think it was just the drink, or it was like, hey, you want to have come have a drink with me? Wink, wink, domer, domer. <laughs> You know, and a blowjob. Is that the follow-up? Well, that's
0: what they would do in America. I think in America, they'd be like, hey, dude, you want to go to the park and I'll give you a (laughs) blowjob? But I think in Russia, they want alcohol so bad... (laughs) I mean, they're so severely addicted There's that they'll rationing be like, going on. yeah, I'll take some vodka. Where are we going to go, Mr. Serial Killer? To the, the park. park, right next to the sewage pit. Yeah, yeah, what part <laughs> of the park?
1: Oh, you know, where the sewage pit is. Oh, that is my favorite spot to drink, comrade. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so in a televised interview, Pashishkin calmly bragged about his passion for killing. Quote, unquote, for me, a life without murder is like a life without food for you. I felt like the father of all these people people, since it was I who opened the door for them to another world.
1: The sewage pit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the sewage pit world.
1: <laughs> I also find it funny that
0: 49 or 62 or
1: whatever the number is, murders happened in this one park. <laughs> yeah. And, and how many murders happened before the cops did anything about it? Like, did they have to get up to 40? then they were like, well, maybe we should look into
0: this. It's the Russian police force. They don't care. <laughs> they really don't. So uh, I guess the spate of killings started in uh, Bitsa Park in 2001. Pashuskin was arrested in June 2006 after police found his name and phone number on a piece of paper that a woman who was killed in the park had left for her son. So apparently I guess he did kill a female as well. It was men and women. Yeah. I I like how females will also follow a strange man to the park to drink. (laughs) He denied his involvement at first but then confessed to the murder after police confronted him with – CCTV footage which showed him accompanying the victims in a subway. He went on to confess at least to 62 murders and led police to the bodies of many of his victims. They, uh, also in the found, sewage
1: pit. <laughs> in the sewage pit.
0: They also found his chessboard with a number and a coin attached to each square. Shortly after his arrest, police invited Russian television to film and broadcast him in an effort to counter media speculation that he had been forced into making false confessions. I guess that must happen all the time over there. <laughs> Um, Pashuskin's lawyer here said My client understands that he is to blame For most of these murders Um, Pashuskin scowled as he was brought into the court Under heavy guard For preliminary appearance At which he opted to, to a trial by jury Which I didn't even know that they did that there
1: Trials by jury?
0: Yeah, I didn't even think they did that
1: Yeah, I think now they do
0: yeah. So uh, apparently he's on trial right now for uh, 49 murders, and it remains to be seen because it's like it's Russia. So do they get life in prison? Do they? Do, are they executed? Do they have capital punishment over there?
1: Siberia, dude. The Gulag. Did
0: they give him the Gulag?
1: I think the Gulag still exists. So, the Gulag is awesome, by the way. If you can ever read a book about that, like – how do you say his fucking name? Alexander Solzhenitsyn? He was given the gulag? Yeah, he was in the gulag for 20 years. What do they do? Just wander Siberia? No, it's like a work camp.
0: I thought not. What? Okay, maybe I have the wrong impression of gulag. But I thought they put that big mannequin head, they put you on a donkey, and like send you out in the desert.
1: That—that's the gulag in uh, Mad, Mad Max, Max Beyond, Beyond the Thunderdome. Thunder Isn't yeah. that gulag? They, well, first of all, they don't have a, a sandy desert in Russia.
0: <laughs> so, so. They have donkeys.
1: I don't know. You know, you did mention Yeltsin, but Tina Turner is not the prime minister of Russia. Were you confused about that?
0: Oh okay, I, maybe that sort of confused me. So <laughs> so Russia's worst serial killer, Andrei Chikatilo, the Rostov Ripper, which is a pretty cool name. That is pretty it should cool. be a good metal song. The Rostov Ripper was convicted in 1992 of murdering 52 female victims during a 12-year reign of terror. Uh, Chicotolo, a pedophile, was able to gain sexual excitement only by stabbing girls and young women. He was executed in 1994. So chances are uh, Mr. Chessboard Guy here is probably going to get executed.
1: Now you keep calling it a chessboard, and obviously the article calls it a chessboard, but there were no chess men on the board, right?
0: What do you—I know. He it just could just be a checkerboard. I guess it could be a checkerboard. He just had like a well, it was a board with squares, 64 right. squares up on the wall. Yeah. But they don't play checkers in Russia. They play chess. What? There's no
1: old black people in
0: Russia? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Do they are no, are black right. people allowed
1: to go to Russia? It's probably correct.
0: Do they even want to go to Russia? No, they
1: have black people in Russia. Pushkin, that the poet guy, who's like their national poet, you know, he was like half He's black. He's Russian? Yeah, he was half black.
0: <laughs> So, on the sick and wrong star scale here, I'm going to have to give this five stars. This guy had 49 victims, pushed them into the sewage pit, and lured them with vodka.
1: I'm going to give it four and a half, and I'm going to tell you why. Because it would have been funnier if it would have been a Connect 4 board.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what if it was just hungry hippos <laughs> Ta- tape, duct tape to the wall?
1: In the sewage pit? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Or what if he lured them with a game or, of Hungry or what Hippos? Or what about Battleship?
1: There's a lot more little holes in the Battleship <laughs> board than, there is, than 64.
0: Actually, yeah, he could have been a very prolific serial killer had he used the Battleship board. If he board. gets
1: out, that can even be his next move.
0: What was he going to do when he got to 64? Put another board up there? No, stop. Uh, he was done my work is done here <laughs> you, know, you know what I wonder it's like how come no one noticed all the bodies just in the sewage pit it's a sewage pit it
1: smells like shit nobody wants to look in there or go around it
0: well we're gonna have to see what the uh, listening audience has to say about this give your vote uh, sickandwrongpodcast.com you can decide who won episode 84 yeah that's it no more standing but I guess I'm gonna go and have to pick some else
1: to do now okay I guess I'll see you tomorrow then okay that's sick and wrong Nate that is? That's sick and wrong. Right. You, know what, you know what sick and wrong is? No, tell me. Sick and wrong is the amazing God. Yeah. You say that? Sick and wrong is an amazing God? Isn't that real horror? Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, say, welcome to sick and wrong.
0: Welcome to sick and wrong. Simon and Wackerly.
1: Simon Wackerly?
0: Yeah. Say,
1: Hey, you're listening to Simon o. Wackerly on Sick and Wrong.
0: This is Simon Wackerly on Sick and Wrong.
1: Yeah. Perfect.
0: Uh, well, Wackerly, we're nearing the end of the show, and as usual, we get to listener email. And I just wanted to bring up a couple of notes here. Uh, we got an email from uh, Brian. He just sent us a link to a website called crimespotting.org. Did you check it out?
1: Yeah, well, it's Oakland crime spotting, isn't
0: it? That's what cracked me up. It's a yeah. It's basically just a map that you can kind of scroll through of Oakland and it's there's like little flags that tell like which crime is being committed that week.
1: Yeah, and let me tell you what. There's a lot of flags around my apartment. <laughs> and I just almost didn't want to area. look at it, yeah.
0: I know, I saw I noticed that and I was just like, "Jesus, dude, there's a lot of people being murdered in your neighborhood."
1: Well, they have it's funny because they have green flags that are like robberies and burglaries, you know, crimes where nobody got fucked up. and then they have red flags for like battery and murder and you know uh, vehicular manslaughter or whatever. So I just I'm keeping an eye on the red ones.
0: Is, so is your neighborhood just all red? Pretty much all of Oakland is
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep an eye on it just because also at the bottom they have a little bar that signifies like the number of dots that week. So I'm going to just keep an eye on it, and if there's a spike, then I'm going to try and get a story that happened in Oakland that week.
0: Well, uh, people, go check it out, crimespotting.org, and you can see that we're not lying. Oakland's a dangerous place. Does it do different Ugh.
1: towns, or is it just Oakland at this
0: point? I just noticed it was Oakland. Okay. But uh, maybe they do. It's a nice know.
1: interface. Somebody put a lot of time into that.
0: But uh, thanks, Brian, for sending that in. We also got another email here from Rob who said, Hey, guys, just started listening to your podcast the other week. I'm already up to number 58. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot of fun. I always uh, think it's funny when I— That's 58 hours, dude.
1: Yeah, I always think it's funny when they say that like they found the show like last week and they're up to 58
0: It's like, Jesus, dude, do you have anything else going on? (laughs) You should
1: not listen to that much. But not to mention,
0: though, I mean, it's just like, it's rather a lot of disturbing material to listen to for that many hours straight.
1: I know. You might wind up going out and doing something because you just get desensitized Well, you might
0: go get a bunch of vodka and lure people out to the sewage pit behind your house. uh safe to say i'm actually addicted i have no idea what i'm going to do when i actually catch up and have to wait a week for the next installment be cool if you could say a quick hey on your next show if you get the chance hey uh
1: we'll <laughs> there <you> be go.
0: <laughs> we'll be voting on podcast alley i've already spread the word to my sick and wrong friends thanks for doing that we always like when people vote for us uh by the way you guys were talking about jackass the movie number two a few episodes back we have a similar thing over here, so I think he must be over in, like, the UK or something. I didn't hear you mention them, so just in case you don't get these guys over here in the in the U.S., I thought I'd link to a few YouTube vids. These guys are from Wales in the UK where there's fuck all to do but shag fat birds. <laughs>
1: I, think I think other listeners from over there have said the same thing.
0: I just love that Wales just has a bunch of fat chicks. There's nothing to do. People are retarded over there. And you just fuck fat chicks. Well, they're all eating potatoes.
1: But I, I take issue with that because I used to have a locker next to a uh, a student in junior high who uh, her name was Melanie Knight.
0: Was she Welsh?
1: Oh yeah, and she was smoking hot.
0: Well, what about Catherine Zeta Jones? Isn't she Welsh? Smoking hot. Yeah, exactly. So you
1: know, maybe this guy can only score fat chicks, but I don't want to disparage all the fine Welsh ladies out
0: there. <laughs> okay? I just love I just love that line. There's. In Wales, there's fuck all to do but shag fat birds. I'm going to be using that line all the time now.
1: Well, maybe it's true. Maybe he's not saying that they're all fat. He's just saying that his fucking Welsh ass can't get anything other than the fat ones. So, okay, fine.
0: So, uh, no, I think this guy's a UK dude. I think he's a chav. Oh,
1: the, the story comes
0: Yeah. Out. So uh, he sent a bunch of links <clears throat> to this show called Dirty Sanchez, oh. which is uh, essentially like a Dumbed-down version of Jackass, which I didn't even think that was possible. But, like, the, the only way I can describe this show is a less intelligent version of Jackass. Which I wouldn't do, even think even Jackass is intelligent. Dude, you gotta watch it. You know, maybe we'll put a link to a couple of these videos. But these guys are just like these Welsh retards. And they're basically just doing, like, really mean, cruel things to each other. Like, um, you know... Whereas th- this is what, how I differentiate it from Jackass. Jackass, like I think those guys sat around and came up with these pranks and like devised these schemes. Some of them were a bit elaborate. Right. These dudes are just like, like Vivian from the Young Ones. It's like I'm gonna smash my friend's face into a bunch of thumbtacks. <laughs> my buddy's sleeping in the hospital. Let's super glue his nose shut. It's like, I mean, this is just base violence.
1: It seems like it's only a matter of time before the cops haul one of these guys into jail because like you know that's illegal to glue somebody's nose shut even if he's your fucking friend
0: it's some but it totally reminds me of vivian from the young ones yeah when you watch it so you know you'll have to check out some of these youtube videos and as a matter of fact i did hear this because they sent us a friend request on myspace Oh, they could be our friends. Yeah, no, I totally <laughs> added them. I was gonna put, I was gonna embed one of their videos on our page. We're not gonna go to jail by association. <laughs> you know, I almost, you know, it'd be kind of cool, even though I don't want to call the UK because it's too expensive. It'd be <laughs> nice to like fucking interview one of these dudes.
1: Plus, we wouldn't fucking understand a single word they said. No, and their they accent's would, so and they thick. wouldn't understand a single word we said. It all, it all be like what, what, what? It, what do you think? What? What?
0: What? In one of the videos that uh, he sent us, they were, like, drawing a target on the ground. The guy's just taking a shit in front of all his friends in this target, and everyone's just kind of standing around laughing. <laughs> like, that's it.
1: You
0: know? Okay. It, it's like, where's Jackass? Steve-O, like, remember he bonged a beer in his ass? Like, he totally, like... Yeah, I do remember
1: that. It was disgusting.
0: Yeah, it was, a- it was absolutely foul. It, he basically had a beer enema, but then he drank it when it came out. Oh,
1: God. Yeah. He the, when, see, even that, I, I can't take any of these shows. It I just know. disgusts me. When, is, when, are, when are one of these people going to die doing one of these things?
0: It's vile. I don't even understand it. So uh, thanks, Rob, for sending that in. We'll, we'll have the link to a couple of those videos. Uh, we got another email here from Angel Eyes, which kind of cracked me up. It says, I have not checked the Sigarong forum yet, but I'm guessing the Sigarong fans probably didn't pick up on the slip up from Wackerly revealing your first name, D. Oh, a slip Uh-oh. up. It is probably possible to just edit the episode still and just re upload the episode before someone goes and thinks they are hot shit and posts your first name on the forum. <laughs> I know it's probably not a big deal, but in case you missed it in the editing process, thought I'd t- take a second and write an email. For the frame of reference, Lance makes a mistake of speaking your real name. During episode 83... At 17 minutes and 50 seconds, you fucker! You just revealed my secret identity. I'm
1: gonna fucking give your social security number out.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! They're gonna find me now. Well, people, in case you didn't listen to that episode, my name's Dave. Oh no, <laughs> my real name's Dave. But your nickname
1: is D. I, I switch back and
0: forth. Exactly. My my nickname is D, and uh, I've been going by D I for years. I recommend this emailer. Uh, but I just find it Loosen funny up because... her asshole a little
1: bit <laughs> because it seems quite tight.
0: How do you know it's a female? I just assumed. Well, I don't know. I think it's an astute observation. It's kind of cool that someone's listening that closely. Yeah. A very entertaining show. I look forward to it every week. Thanks for all the hard work. Dave, wink, (laughs) wink. (laughs) (laughs) Your secret's safe with me. Thank you, Angel Eyes, for sending that in. Finally, here we got an email from Chris, who uh, also sent us the sick and wrong song of the week that um, we're going to have to play in about at the end of the show uh, Chris is from Australia he says hey guys loving your work down here in Australia keep it up but your bagging of LSD in your show a couple weeks ago seemed a little unfair so I guess oh, a couple weeks ago I don't want to be ago, unfair
1: to LSD <laughs> that was not my intent I assure
0: you I don't want to piss off any hippies out there uh oh God forbid. Um, Heaven forfend we piss (laughs) off the hippies. But anyway, uh, a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, we were talking about how no one does acid anymore. And
1: And Bob Madigan confirmed. And Bob Madigan confirmed that a
0: lot of people don't do it. And I was saying that I wouldn't even do it anymore because acid has a time and place in every every young man's life.
1: (laughs) And we're not young men anymore. That's the problem.
0: Yeah, exactly. He says acid has fallen out of fashion with kids today because it's a bit of an effort to have a good time. Unlike modern drugs like amphetamines and E, the High on those drugs, is easy to achieve, but with acid, it's a 50% chance you will end up hiding in the closet, wrapped up in old blankets, trying to talk to the dragons in your sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's...
1: But actually, It sounds we, like he's bad-mouthing LSD. I mean, as bad as we were.
0: But no, it's a gamble, just kind of like what we said. That's it's like, you said, know, you'd yeah. take acid and you'd be like, well, you know... Ecstasy, you're pretty much guaranteed a good time, especially if you're tripping with your chick. Pretty much. Well, if you're tripping with your girlfriend, you're probably gonna get laid or she's gonna give you a blowjob or something, it's gonna feel good, and you might puke on her, but whatever. Yeah, it's gonna be a good time. I, well,
1: I tripped with an ex girlfriend and she was, you know, projectile vomiting red wine everywhere, so it wasn't me doing That the would make puking.
0: the sex difficult.
1: Yeah, it did. Yeah.
0: But, um, but no, I mean, on acid, you don't want to have your dick sucked on acid. You're, you're, you're you know, I mean, it, I don't like, even
1: want to be around my girlfriend on acid.
0: Yeah, dude. I I mean, I, I would be scared. So he says here, the truth is that LSD is the most psychoactive drug known to man and the tiniest dose provides a huge effect. That's true. Yeah. And, uh, he sends us this whole Wikipedia thing about how LSD is discovered, which uh, we actually knew. But anyway, he says the point is that because the dose is so small, it's out of your system and detectable levels within 30 minutes, which is important to me because I'm a train driver and I oh need Jesus. to pass regular drug tests. Is that <laughs> like not just – Like
1: a passenger train or a freight train? Not Dude, that it matters. I
0: think he drives freight trains. I mean, does, is that not just disconcerting there? It's this... very disconcerting. <laughs> but
1: at the same time, you know – there's no steering involved with the train.
0: <laughs> Dude, you got to press the brake. I don't want like my train conductor high on acid. Yeah,
1: but in a car or an airplane, you have to press the brake and steer.
0: Okay, I guess I wouldn't want my pilot high on acid either. But train, I mean a train, train just
1: conductor? Faster, slower. Honk the horn. <laughs> Who's going to shovel the shovel coal? Shovel the coal in? <laughs> that, that man is actually called the stoker, by the way.
0: He says, yes, other drugs may be more immediately pleasant, but pot can be in your system for three months and other chemicals can remain for weeks.
1: So he, he, he disparages us for disparaging LSD. And then he goes on to say that the only reason he does it is so he can't get caught in his train job.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he can take that's acid high, high on his praise. train. That's, for, that's a high price for LSD. So when I'm thundering down a mountain with thousands of tons of iron behind me, I like to <laughs> chuckle at the thought that if I were randomly tested, I was I would be as clean as a whistle. That I find disturbing. Uh,
1: but, dude, your pupils are like the size of fucking quarters.
0: <laughs> <laughs> are you okay?
1: <laughs> yeah, man. So, I, I'm fine.
0: <laughs> so he, we're going to end the show here with his uh, song choice for Sick and Wrong Song of the Week. Hang on a second.
1: You said that this is the final email. But I saw an email that you interesting, in, interestingly did not bring up that said it was actually a vote. And the comment was, Wackerly sounds hot. And I yeah, want to know I, why I, you bypassed that one.
0: I deleted that one because... <laughs> <laughs> you counted the vote, didn't you? I did count the vote. But, I, you know, I did see that one. And I was thinking of bringing it up, but I was just like, oh, you just know... I did. I don't need to stroke Rackerly's ego anymore.
1: <laughs> you know what's funny, though? I don't know. I'm sure most of our listeners would be more into you because, you know, you have tattoos. You're kind of fashionable. Whereas I look like...
0: I'm a strapping Jewish lad with Whereas tattoos. I look
1: like an accountant.
0: <laughs> yeah, Wackily kind of looks like an accountant. You kind of look Anybody like a serial even, killer, this, though.
1: This girl, who's I hope it's a girl, who's emailing saying I saw that. I bet not, you
0: dollars to donuts it's a dude.
1: I probably look like his dad. More likely than not. So, you know, I see the you, boys
0: can be misleading. I kind of see you rocking that Drew Carey thing.
1: But like I said, <laughs> accountant... <laughs>
0: but yeah you he, he has
1: that fashionable flat top i mean i don't even have that going
0: i did neglect to mention that yeah we did get an email i was gonna
1: let that slide from on. a
0: fan that was that said wackily sounds hot and uh hey you know what look at the picture on the website is he hot well that's from several years ago when i was
1: rocking my long glorious warrior hair do you still have the sword Oh, yeah, I still
0: have the sword. <laughs> you know we'll have to check the forum page and see who finds the the uh sick and wrong host the most attractive,
1: yeah, that's a good idea,
0: yeah, well, the pictures are on the website so um we're gonna we're gonna end the show here with uh Capretta, Chris, or whatever his name is. Capretta's uh, song choice of the week is a song called Hooker with a Penis. Oh, yeah, uh,
1: This is the first song of the week that I've heard before.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's by the band Tool, which uh, I'm sure everyone knows. <laughs> Your brother loves that song, doesn't my he? My brother loves the band <laughs> Tool. It's, it, my brother has like the worst taste in music, but the one band he likes is Tool. They have another uh,
1: song, Prison Sex.
0: Yeah, and that's why he likes Tool. <laughs> you know, I don't even know the song Hooker with a Penis, but. It's it, good. I, I mean, do, if
1: you like Tool, it's good.
0: I do know the band Tool. So, uh,. Thanks Capretta for sending that in and uh, sharing your thoughts on LSD. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll be Please back. Please
1: don't drive over me with your train. <laughs> yeah, your no, I know. I don't think I'm ever balls. gonna take
0: a train in Australia. But if... it's
1: not—it's you driving across the train tracks. You could be killed by him there too.
0: Yeah, because he's gonna think you're a marshmallow car <laughs> or something. Dude, I want that marshmallow. <laughs> <laughs> that marshmallow's mine.
1: He's—he's he's got his head out the window with his mouth open. Your brain's <laughs> flying all over his face. <laughs>
0: So Not we'll be back season. next week with episode, uh, I guess we're up to, what, 85?
1: Next week we'll be 85. Yeah, right?
0: next week we'll, we'll be back with episode 85. Christ. If you haven't already, go give us a vote on Podcast Alley. Dude, we almost have 70 votes this month. I think it's an all-time high. I'm
1: very proud of that. Yeah, myself. go click
0: on the main page. You can vote for us on Podcast Alley. Until next week, take it sleazy.